Manila's embassy in Washington slams a U.S. Senate resolution demanding the release of detained Philippine opposition Senator Laila de Lima and the dropping of charges against journalist Maria Reza. Both chambers of the Philippine Congress pursuing separate probes into the handling of the just-concluded Southeast Asian Games, despite the country's record medal haul. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson and his Conservative Party poised to win the UK general election according to exit polls. And search teams find the Chile military plane that crashed Monday. There are no survivors. Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Welcome to the program. Strong words from Manila's embassy in Washington after a U.S. Senate resolution called for the release of Philippine opposition Senator Laila de Lima. The embassy describes that resolution as ultimately unhelpful and maybe even make that interpreted as interfering in the Philippines' internal affairs. De Lima has been detained since February 2017 on drug-related charges. Aside from seeking her freedom, the U.S. Senate Foreign Relations Committee also urged the Philippine government to drop the cyber libel and tax evasion charges against another Duterte critic, journalist and Rappler CEO Maria Reza. But the Philippine Embassy asserts the cases of De Lima and Reza are being handled in accordance with Philippine laws. With the 30th Southeast Asian Games over, Philippine senators and House lawmakers are now eyeing separate investigations on the country's handling of the regional meet. At the House of Representatives, party-less lawmakers have filed a resolution demanding a probe into alleged corruption and government inefficiency in the mounting of the international sporting event. The inquiry will include SEA Games lead organizer, House Speaker Alan Peter Cayetano. Inihain natin natin ito dahil uh, uh, hindi naman lingid no sa uh, kaalaman ng lahat na talagang uh, uh, napakaraming kontrobersiya dito no and uh, sinabi na rin kahit nung uh, uh, ni Speaker Caetano no na bukas sila no so in the spirit of transparency inihain natin ito uh, in fact even the office of the ombudsman is already conducting a moto proprio uh, investigation no uh, para din makita natin dahil hindi naman pribadong pera ang uh, involved dito. No? May pondo ng bayan na involved dito. House Speaker Caetano has denied any wrongdoing. He even slammed critics during his speech in the SEA Games closing ceremony. As for Senator Panfilo Lacson, he's pushing for his Senate investigation even after the Philippines was named overall champions. yung mga honors na binigyan ng mga atleta, 149 goals. Walang kinalaman yung organizing committee doon. Kapalpakan ng Fiskop, whether totoo o hindi, dapat din tingnan sa, sa pamamagitan ng oversight uh -huh. uh, na mandate ng Senado at saka ng Kongreso. Huwag natin pagaluin na kung merong corruption halimbawa, kung halimbawa man na merong corruption sa Fiskop, walang kinalaman yung mga atleta doon. At wala namang kinalaman din yun kung bakit tayo napakaraming gold medal. A House panel has approved proposals to amend the Philippine Constitution. As R.J. Cruz tells us, one of the proposed amendments will extend the term limits for lawmakers and local officials. 
After the House of Representatives approved the 2020 national budget on Wednesday, the Committee on Constitutional Amendments voted to submit four proposed amendments to the 1987 Constitution to the whole House. Among these, empowering Congress to relax limits to foreign investments by mere legislation. You look at uh, Thailand, you look at Singapore, you look at Vietnam, there is no constitutional prohibition on the amount of uh, foreign investments. Talagang uh, nakakapangamba lang dito, no? dahil gaya ng nabanggit namin, uh, ibubuyang yan, ibubukas talaga ang ating uh, ekonomiya, patrimonya, and even sovereignty. Tandem voting for the president and the vice president. To assure that there is therefore unanimity and cohesiveness in the two offices of our country to be able to to have a a uh, a president vice president that could immediately upon election move forward election of senators by region with three senators for each of the nine proposed regions this is the clamor of most of the regions of our country why many regions of our country now do not have senators our muslim brothers are shut off from the uh, shut off from the uh, senate and five-year terms with a limit of three terms for congressmen, senators, and local executives. The three years is too short to be able to implement projects. Bayan Muna believes this is the come on for politicians to back the proposal. But committee chair Rufus Rodriguez insists none of the incumbents benefit because these will take effect after the 2022 elections. The Makabayan Bloc also assailed why an actual constituent assembly was not convened for the purpose. Hindi natin basta-basta pwedeng o sino mang committee dito o constitutional, constitutional amend, uh, amendments committee na babago doon sa mga provision. It does not include joint session assembled in Congress. That is why Dean Bernas said that this can be true legislation except that you follow the three-fourths uh, rule. Rodriguez says the Speaker backs their amendments and he believes the Senate will find these more acceptable than previous proposals. Shifting to a federal and parliamentary form of government will be subjected to further debate next year and are not in this proposal. Rodriguez also defends the approval of the amendments in an executive session, stressing their panel went through extensive consultations. R.G. Cruz, ABS-CBN News. Turning to news overseas now, no survivors in the Chile military plane crash that happened earlier this week. Search teams have already located the plane and have found the remains of the, or, or of some rather, of the 38 people on board. The plane, which was heading to a base in Antarctica, appeared make that disappeared shortly after taking off Monday. Officials say it crashed while flying over Drake's Passage, that's the sea, between the southern tip of South America and Antarctica. The Pentagon is suspending flight training and other operational exercises for Saudi military students studying in the United States. That says American officials investigate last week's deadly shooting at Naval Air Station Pensacola. Three young sailors were killed while eight more were wounded Friday after a Saudi Air Force trainee opened fire in a classroom at the Pensacola base. The gunman was fatally shot by a sheriff's deputy who responded to the attack. There are a number of Saudi students that um, were acquaintances of the shooter, um, and as part of the investigation, um, the, uh, the the Saudi commander on the, the training commander on the ground, their their commanding officer, has uh, ordered them to be restricted to quarters. So they are restricted uh, in where they can go, uh, and on the base that's been done at, at the in coordination with the Saudi government and at our request, so that they are available to uh, law enforcement who are continuing with the investigation.
The Pentagon says the FBI is investigating the Pensacola shooting as an act of terrorism. The entire Department of Defense is devastated by these attacks. The number one priority, as always, is the safety and security of our people and their families. Our thoughts are with the families of those lost and those injured. We greatly appreciate the outpouring of support from all corners of the country and the globe. In Pensacola, we are encouraged by the dedication and professionalism of the Department of Justice and FBI teams and local law enforcement that are leading the investigation into the shooting and look forward to continuing to support their efforts. Latest now in the UK elections as polls show a landslide victory for British Prime Minister Boris Johnson and his Conservative Party. Here's the full story. We are looking at a Conservative majority of 86. Exit polls suggest that Britain's Conservative Party has scored a major victory in the country's general election. If true, it'll keep Prime Minister Boris Johnson in Downing Street and with it, the momentum in Parliament he's previously lacked to ram through his Brexit deal once and for all. Votes are still being counted, but the Conservatives are projected to earn a massive win, about 368 seats in Westminster when the dust settles. It's up from 298. Jeremy Corbyn and his opposition Labour Party, the man who would have replaced Johnson, projected to be down to 191 from 243. Smaller parties are filling out the rest with no decisive changes. This is an outright victory for the Conservatives around what, for many voters, was a single-issue election. Brexit, Brexit, Brexit. No, this is the get Brexit done. Get Brexit done, the campaign slogan of Boris Johnson. Labour, though, appears to have miscalculated. Corbyn's platform attempted to energize the most left wing of his party with promises to tax the rich, nationalize certain industries such as telecoms, and even provide free internet. On Brexit, he simply promised to remain neutral if the country moved toward another referendum. The smaller Liberal Democrats party, which did openly campaign to stop Brexit from happening, also looks to have failed, down to 13 seats from 21. This is the third election in less than four years for the UK. Exit polls suggest it may have been the most decisive in decades. As expected, no monetary policy changes from the Philippine Central Bank due to what it describes as a benign inflation environment. But as Warren Guzman tells us, there might be higher inflation in store next year that could trigger policy adjustments. The Philippine Central Bank's Monetary Policy Board has officially closed the book on 2019, keeping key interest rates unchanged at the last policy meeting of the year. The question now is, for how long? Governor Benjamin Jokno says they'll be keeping a close watch on inflation going into 2020. Upside risk to inflation over the near term emanate mainly from first, potentially, potential rather volatility in international oil prices, amid geopolitical tensions in the Middle East. Second, potential impact of the African swine fever outbreak. And third, recent weather disturbances on domestic food prices. Inflation eased this year from near 10-year highs in 2018, allowing the central bank to stimulate the Philippine economy through interest rate cuts totaling 75 basis points, reductions to banks' reserve requirement ratios totaling 400 basis points, and rule changes on deposit substitutes, further reducing the amount of money banks need to keep in reserve. 
Rising inflation, however, would mean less space for further policy easing. Still, there are several members of the banking community who expect further policy easing next year, including ING Bank Country Manager for the Philippines, Han Sikat. But he only sees a single rate cut at 25 basis points next year. In terms of stimulus, Sikat is banking on infrastructure, with government leading the way following the passage of the 2020 budget. A lot of banks did a flurry of fundraising uh, you know, at the end of this year. Part of that was maybe to lock in rates, but I think more importantly, uh, the rationale for that was that uh, everyone was trying to make sure that their kitties were full so that uh, they could on land and be involved in all these projects coming uh, 2020. The next monetary policy meeting is set for February 6th. Warren de Guzman, ABS-CBN News. In the NBA, the Philadelphia 76ers edged the Boston Celtics in a colossal showdown between Atlantic Division rivals. All-star center Joel Embiid towed the Sixers to a 115-109 victory as he dumped 38 points and 13 rebounds on the Celtics' front line. Tobias Harris added 23 points for Philadelphia, which won its third straight game. The Sixers are currently in fourth place in the Eastern Conference, just right behind the Celtics. Washington Wizards player Rui Hachimura spreading Christmas cheer to kids in D.C. He was among a group of local athletes who gave out presents as part of holiday season charity. The 21-year-old Hachimura, who was born in Japan, took out or make that took time out from his rookie season to join teammates Thomas Bryant, Bradley Beal, and John Wall at the event to help D.C. area families enjoy the holidays. You know, it means a lot, you know, especially, you know, this team, you know, we, we do a lot of community stuff and, you know, for me, it's like Christmas is like a big event in Japan too, so um, to see those family, you know, and giving those gifts and stuff and they look happy, you know, that those kids, uh, it's a good thing, yeah. Actually, it's actually a lot, you know, I didn't even get this much when I was a kid, so I'm kind of jealous to see those kind of, those kids, but, you know, uh, it's a good thing, you know, it's a great thing, they're happy, you know, you know, they the smiling, all the family, you know, happy, so it's a good thing. Miss Universe Catriona Gray, I should say Miss Universe 2018 Catriona Gray, is headed for more creative pursuits. The Filipino beauty queen has just signed on to write a project under ABS-CBN Books titled Conquering the Universe. The book will tackle Gray's advocacies and her pageant journey and is set for release next year. Meanwhile, the 25-year-old who has made fashion headlines with her personally designed patriotic jewelry and pieces said she will also be venturing into designing more gem accessories. Gray adds she is open to filming movies and TV shows as well. And that's today's online edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. Don't forget to like and share this video and leave your comments below.